Welcome to Stories for Hannah to Fall Asleep To. For Hannah, I hope you get some sweet dreams from these stories. Episode 1 The Town Mouse and the Country Mouse. A town mouse once visited a relative who lived in the country. For lunch, the country mouse served wheat stalks, roots, and acorns with a dash of cold water for drink. The town mouse ate very sparingly, nibbling a little of this and a little of that, and by manner making it plainly that she ate simple food only to be polite. After the meal, the friends had a long talk, or rather the town mouse talked about her life in the city while the country mouse listened. They then went to bed in a cozy nest in the hedgerow and slept in a quiet and comfortable till until the morning. Her sleep, in her sleep, the country mouse dreamed that she was a townhouse with all the luxuries and delights of the city life that her friend had described for her. So when the next day, when the town mouse asked the country mouse to go home with her to the city, she gladly said yes. When they reached the mansion in which the town mouse lived, they found the tables in the <sighs> they found on the tables in the dining room the leavings of a very fine banquet. There were sweetmeats and jellies, pastries, delicious cheeses, indeed, the most tempting foods that a mouse could imagine. But just as the country mouse was about to nibble on a dainty bit of pastry, she heard a cat meow loudly and scratch at the door. In great fear, the mouse scattered to her hiding space, where they lay for quite a while, hardly daring to breathe. When at last they ventured back to the feast, the door opened suddenly and in came servants to clean the table. The country mouse stopped in the town mouse's den, only long enough to pick up her carpet bag and umbrella. She said, You may have luxuries and dainties that I have not, but I prefer my plain food and simple life in the country with the peace and security that go with it. Episode 2 The Fox and the Grapes A fox one day spied a beautiful bunch of ripe grapes hanging from a vine trained along the branches of a tree. The grapes seemed to burst with juice, and the fox's mouth watered as he gazed longingly at them. The bunch hang from a high branch, so the fox had to jump for it. The first time he jumped, he missed by a long way, so he walked off from a short distance and took a running leap at it, only to fall short once again. Again and again he tried, but in vain. Eventually, he sat down and looked at the grapes in disgust. What a fool I am, he said. Here I am wearing myself out to get a bunch of sour grapes that are not worth gasping at for. And he walked off, so very scornful. Episode 3 The Lion and the Mouse A lion lay asleep in the forest. 
his great head resting on his paws. And a timid little mouse came to him unexpectedly, and in her fright and haste to get away, ran across the lion's nose. Roused from his nap, the lion laid his huge paw angrily on the tiny creature. Spare me, begged the poor mouse. Please let me go, and one day I will surely repay you. The lion was amused to think that a mouse could ever help him, but he was generous and finally let the mouse go. Some days later, while stalking prey in the forest, the lion was caught in the toils of a hunter's nest. Unable to free himself, he filled the forest with struggle and noise. The mouse knew his voice and quickly found the lion struggling in the net. Running to one of the great ropes that bound him, she gnawed at it till it parted, and soon the lion was free. You laughed when I said I would repay you, said the mouse. Now you see that even a mouse can help a lion. Episode 4 The Gnat and the Bull A gnat full over the meadows with many much buzzing for such a small creature and set it on the tip of a horn of a bull. After he had rested for some short time, he made ready to fly away. But before he left, he begged the bull pardon for having to use his horn for a resting place. You must have been very glad to have me go now, the gnat said. It's all the same to me, replied the bull. I did not know you were even there. Episode 5 The Plane Tree Two travelers walking in this noonday sun sought shade of a wide-spreading tree to rest. As they lay looking up at the pleasant leaves, they saw that it was a plane tree. How useless is the plane, said one of them. It buries no fruit and only serves to litter the ground with leaves. Ungrateful creature, said the plane tree. You lie here cooling in my shade, yet you say... I am useless. Our best blessings are often those who are least or most underappreciated. Episode 6 The Owl and the Grasshopper The owl always takes her sleep during the day. Then after sundown, when rosy lights fade from the sky and shadows rise throughout the wood, out she comes ruffling and blinking from the old hollow tree. Now her weird hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo echoes through the quiet woods, and she begins her hunt for bee bugs and beetles, frogs and mice, so likes she so well to eat. Now if there was a certain owl who had become very cross and hard to please as she grew older, especially if it, anything... If anything disturbed her daily stumbers. One warm summer afternoon, she dozed away from her inner den in the old oak tree. A grasshopper nearby began the joyous but very raspy song. Out popped the old owl's head from the opening of the tree. She said, Get away from here, sir. Have you no manners? You should at least respect my age and leave me to sleep in quiet. But the grasshopper 
answered saucily that he had much right to his place in the sun as the owl had the place in the old duck. Then he struck up louder and still a more rasping tune. The wise owl knew quite well that it would do no good to argue with the grasshopper, nor with anyone else for that matter. And besides, her eyes were not sharp enough by day to permit her to punish the grasshopper as deserved. So she laid aside all the hard work and spoke very kindly to him. Well, sir, if I must stay awake, then I'm going to settle right down and enjoy your singing. Now that I think about it, I have a wonderful wine here sent from Olympus, of which I am told Apollo drinks before he sings to the high gods. Please come and taste this delicious drink, as I know it will make you sing like Apollo himself. Episode 7 The Oak and the Reeds A giant oak stood near a brook in which grew some slender reeds. When the wind blew, the great oak stood proudly, upright with its hundred arms lifted up to the sky. But the reeds bowed low in the wing and sang a sad and mournful song. You have reason to complain, said the oak. The slightest breeze that ruffles the surface of the water makes you bow. Bow your heads while I, the mighty oak, stand upright and firm before the howling tempest. Do not worry about us, replied the reeds. The winds do not harm us. We bow to them so that we do not break. You, in all your pride and strength, have so far resisted their blows, but the end is coming. As the reed spokes, Episode 8 The Crow and the Pitcher. In a dry, in a spell of dry weather, when the birds could find very little to drink, a thirsty crow found a pitcher with very little water in it. But the pitcher was high and had a narrow neck, so no matter how he tried, the crow could not reach the water. The poor thing felt as if he must die first. But then an idea came to him. Picking up small pebbles, he dropped them into the pitcher until one by one, with each web pebble, the water rose a little higher until it was high enough for him to drink. Episode 9 The Two Goats Two goats, frisking throughout the rocky steps of a mountain valley, chanced to meet, one on each side of a deep chasm, through which poured a mounty torrent. The trunk of a fallen tree formed the only means of crossing the chasm, the chasm, and on this not even two squirrels could have passed each other in safely. The narrow path would have made the bravest tremble, but not the goats. Their pride would not permit either to stand alongside for one another. One set her foot on the log, the other did likewise. In the middle they met, horn to horn. Neither would give away, so they both fell and were swept away by the roaring torrent below.
Episode 10 The Wild Boar and the Fox A wild boar was sharpening his tusks busily against the stumps of a tree when a fox happened by. Now the fox was always looking for a chance to make fun of his neighbors, so he made a great show of looking anxiously around, as if a fear of some hidden enemy, but the boar kept right at his work. Why are you doing that? asked the fox at last with a grin. There isn't any danger I can see. True enough, replied the boar. But when the danger comes, there will not be time for work such as this. My weapons have to be ready for use then, or I shall suffer for it. Preparedness of war is a guarantee of peace. Episode 11 The Heron A heron was walking sedently across the bank of a stream, his eyes on clear water and his long neck and pointed bill ready to snap up a likely morsel for breakfast. The clear water swarmed with fish, but the master heron was hard to please that morning. No small fry for me, he said. Such scanty fare is not fit for a heron. Now fine young perch swam near. No, indeed, said the heron. I would not trouble to open my beak for anything like that. As the sun rose, the fish left the shadow water near the show and swam beyond the cool depths towards the middle. The heron saw no more fish and was very glad he at least had to breakfast on a tiny snail. Episode 12 The Fox and the Stork The fox one day thought of a plan to amuse himself at the expense of a stork, at whose odd appearances he was always laughing. You must come and dine with me today, he said to the stork, inviting himself at the trick he was going to play. The stork gladly accepted his invitations and arrived in a good time for dinner with a very good appetite. For dinner, the fox served soup, but it was set out in a very shallow dish, and all the stork could do to wet was wet the very tip of its bill. Not a drop of soup he could get, but the fox lapped it up easily, and to increase the disappointment of the stork, made a great show of enjoyment. The hungry stork was displeased at the trick, but he was calm, even-tempered fellow, and saw no good flint of flying into a rage. Instead, long after, he invited the fox to dine with him for a turn. The fox promptly arrived at the time he had been set, and the stork served a fish dinner that had been very had a very appetizing smell. But it was served in a tail jar with a very narrow neck. The stork could easily get the food with his long bill, but all the fox could do was look at the outside of the jar and sniff its delicious order. When the fox lost his temper, the stork said calmly, Do not play tricks near neighbors if you cannot stand the same treatment yourself. Episode 13 
the stag and his reflection. The stag, drinking from a crystal spring, saw himself mirrored in the clear water. He greatly admired the arch of his antlers, and but he was very much ashamed of his spindly legs. How can it be, he sighed, that I should be cursed with such legs when I have such a magnificent crown? At that moment, he scented a panther, and was instantly and on an instant bounded away through the forest. But as he ran, his wide-spreading anglers caught the branches of trees, and soon the panther overtook him. Then the stag perceived that the legs of which that he was so ashamed would have saved him, had it not been for the useless ornaments on his head. Episode 14 the cock and the fox. One bright evening, as the sun was sinking on a glorious world, a wise old cock flew into the tree to roost. Before composing himself to rest, he flapped his wings three times and crowed loudly. But just as he was about to put his head underneath the wing, his beady eyes caught a flash of red and a glimpse of a pointed nose. And there just below him stood the master fox. Have you heard the wonderful news? cried the fox in a very joyful and excited manner. What news? said the cock very calmly. Your family and mine, your family and mine and all of their children had agreed to forget their differences and live in peace and friendship from now on. Just think about it. I cannot simply wait to embrace you. Come down, dear friend, and let us celebrate this joyful event. How grand, said the chicken. I am certainly excited by the news. But he spoke in an absent way, stretching up his tippy toes, and seeming to be looking at something far off. What do you see? asked the fox. Why, it looks to me like there's a couple of dogs coming this way. They must have heard the good news. But the fox did not want to hear more. Off he started to run. Wait, cried the chicken. Why do you run? The dogs are friends of ours now. Yes, answered the fox. But they may have not heard the news. But besides, I have a very important errand that I have almost forgotten about. The chicken smiled as he buried his head into feathers and went to sleep as he had successfully outwitted a very craftful enemy. Episode 15 The Fox and the Goat A goat fell into a well, and though it was not very deep, he found that he could not get out again. After he had been in the well for a long time, a thirsty goat came by. The goat had got, thought the fox had gone for a drink, so he asked if the water was good. The finest in the whole country, said the fox. Jump in and try it. There is more than enough for the both of us. The thirsty goat immediately jumped and began to drink. The fox as well just quickly jumped on the goat's back and leaped from the tip of the goat's horn out of the well. The foolish goat now saw what plight he had got into and begged the fox to help him out. But the fox is already on his way to the woods. If you had more, much more senses, you have your beard, old fellow, 
you would have been much more cautious in finding a way out before you you jumped in. Episode 16 The Fox and the Leopard A fox and a leopard, resting lazily for their generous dinner, amused themselves by disputing the, uh, about their good looks. The leopard was very proud of his glossy spotted coat and made disdainful remarks about the fox, whose appearance he declared was quite ordinary. The fox prided himself on the fine bushy tail with his tip of white, but otherwise he was wise enough to know that he could not rival the leopard in looks. Still, he kept a flow of his sarcastic tongue just to tempt it and exercise his wits and have fun disputing. The fox and the leopard were about to lose their tempers when the fox got up, yawning lazily. You may have a very smart coat, but you would be a great deal better off if you had a little more smartness in your head and less on your ribs. The way I am, that's what I call real beauty. Episode 16 The Frog and the Mouse The Frog and the Mouse a young frog was in search of an adventure was who was a young frog in search of adventure was running across the band of a pond where lived a mouse when the frog saw the mouse he swam to the bank and croaked won't you pay me a visit i can promise you a good time if you do but the mouse did not mean much coaxing for he was very anxious to see the world and anything in it. Though he could swim a little bit, he did dare he dare risk going into the pond without some help. But the frog had a plan. He tied the mouse's leg to his own with a tough reed, and jumped in the pond, dragging his companion with him. The mouse soon had enough and wanted to return to shore, but the frog had other plans. Episode 17 The Wolf in Sheep's Clothing Certain wolf could not get enough to eat because of the wastefulness of their shepherds. But one night he found a sheepskin that had been cast aside and forgotten. The next day, dressed in skin, Episode 17 The Eagle and the Beetle
The Eagle and the Beetle A beetle once begged the eagle to spare a hair, which it had run for its protection. But the eagle pounced on its prey, with a sweep of her great wings tumbling the beetle a dozen feet away. Furious at the disrespect shown to her, the beetle flew to the eagle's nest and rolled out the eggs. Not one did she spare. The eagle's...